Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live Third Parties podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc., a third party's books publisher, sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. What's good, Evan? Hey, you can hear me? Yes, I can. What's good? Perfect. Hey, uh, just got home and uh, finally get to sit down. <laughs> Excellent. We're glad to have you. Today, folks, we have Evan Frisk from the Sam Party, and we're going to talk about the Sam Party today. So welcome, Evan. Thank you. Evan, if we can get started by you telling me your background, so introduction to yourself, and ultimately how you got involved with the Sam Party. Sure. So I um, grew up um, very, uh, very Republican. Uh, both sides of my family are still diehard Republicans. Um, and through the Obama administration, uh, I decided I, I kept I didn't understand why um, the health care regulations that were being passed were just so awful and horrible. Uh, I knew in, in particular that Romney had sponsored a very similar bill out of Massachusetts already. And um, when I looked at the, the campaigns, uh, I thought that everybody was very respectful and I just did not understand the extremism at all. Um, and then ultimately, uh, I ended up leaving the Republicans with the nomination of Donald Trump. Uh, I uh, still uh, will, would define myself as a conservative, um, but I would define the Republicans uh, that are supporting Trump as nationalists and not as conservative. And I, I end up making a, a hard political break with them in that way. Uh, and then I've got a number of liberal streaks that have grown on me uh, at the same time. Um, I went and got uh, a uh, I went and got two degrees in philosophy and now teach at Houston Community College. And uh, I initially, when I um, left the Republicans, joined the modern Whigs. Uh, the modern Whigs are uh, now no, more, no longer a party, although there is still the modern Whig Institute, because the modern Whigs joined the Alliance Party, of which I was the Texas chair for two and a half years. Uh, I opted to step down from that Alliance Party chair position not but a week ago. And now have only recently joined with Sam uh, as a, as my next step towards um, my volunteering of with third parties. Excellent. That is interesting to find out. We love to hear those stories. Since you're a member of Sam now, kindly tell our audience what the Sam Party stands for and what it's all about. So the Sam Party uh, is very uh, candidate centric. Uh, it tries to prescribe very few ideological tenets uh, and instead says that the candidates need to fit the constituents. Uh, when we look at what constituents want, uh, the, the polls on uh, right and left are often not the most popular spot, especially when looking at regions and especially monolithic um, positions that seem to fit right and left um, don't always match the communities that, that we look at. Uh, so, for example, when we have uh, large communities of Hispanic Catholics here in Texas, uh, they are often both pro-immigration and pro-life and don't fit in either party very well. Um, Sam would be very happy to to have candidates um, from those districts run with exactly the values of those parties, uh, sorry, of their constituents um, for the benefit of their constituents. And then likewise. Uh, uh, other districts that just don't match parties in various ways. Uh, I like to use the Hispanic Catholic group in particular, since I'm here in Texas, 
and uh, there's quite a few of those that just don't fit perfectly in any party uh, and and end up feeling left out of a lot of the American system. That's good to know. Thank you for giving us an introduction to Sam. Sam, like many other third parties, face the issue of ballot access. We've talked a lot about ballot access on this podcast. We've talked about cases and trials of ballot access. And whenever you look at third party material, that's one theme that they're stressing because that's a battle they constantly have to fight. So kindly tell our audience here about your experience with ballot access. And I'll reply to you. Yes. So uh, ballot access in Texas, of course, is not easy. Um, ballot access in order to to run as an independent is actually very smooth. You need 500 signatures to run for even uh, um, the federal house uh, here in Texas as a maximum. And you can show up on the ballot as an independent. Uh, but for a third party, you need 1% of the gubernatorial vote. Uh, and it all signatures must be gathered after any runoff elections as well. So often there is a 30-day time limit to, um, to gather these signatures. Now, presently, it would take um, uh, 84,000 signatures in Texas to gain um, uh, ballot access. And these must be by people that did not participate in the party, um, yet are still registered to vote in the state of Texas. So uh, it ends up being very difficult to make sure that you have 84,000 of those, those votes. Uh, and then uh, in maintaining it, you need a total nation or statewide uh, of that same amount, 1% of the gubernatorial. So maintaining it is actually a little bit easier because once you get ballot access, all you need to do is run candidates and you can count the number of votes that your candidates get together as one solid chunk. Uh, unfortunately, the Green Party actually lost ballot access in Texas because they could not maintain uh, the uh, number of votes that um, happened in 2018 here in Texas uh, was uh, was just too large and the, the Green Party couldn't keep up. Uh, unfortunately, now the only third party that is on the ballot in Texas are the Libertarians. But uh, Sam actually wants to, to strive for ballot access here in Texas for 2022. Uh, and luckily, I think that we actually have a good shot of doing that. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I dropped from the Alliance Party uh, I was I didn't see a, a good way to gain ballot access until uh, having a much larger volunteer base with uh, with the Alliance Party and finding more donors uh, until at least 2024. Uh, but Sam has uh, better funding and Sam has uh, worked its way into uh, gaining a number of volunteers, especially uh, high profile ones like Bill King that uh, will be will chair the, the uh, Texas Sam Party. That sounds good. We hope that Sam will get on the ballot for the next election. Yeah, we hope. What coalition building has the Sam Party done? So the Sam Party actually uh, joined the um, the summit in Denver in 2018, uh, but opted not to join the Alliance Party. Uh, the Alliance Party was a lot of this coalition building. Uh, there was a huge merger between um, three parties initially. And then there's a number of parties that have joined thereafter. Um, the uh, Sam ended up not joining because what what they feared was exactly what happened is that there would be a lot of coalition that ultimately wouldn't amount to much and it would swing either left or right. 
and we would stop having a middle party for middle America. Um, so uh, the Alliance Party has swung uh, quite far left. Um, and uh, at the very least, they are no longer publishing their conservative talking points. And Sam just really wants to, to continue this focus on uh, candidates being relevant to their constituents. So uh, Sam instead uh, is very open uh, to recruiting candidates and endorsing the moderate Republicans and Democrats even as a way to um, help facilitate um, not merely a third party coalition, uh, but a, a more moderate centrist coalition in particular, and uh, pushing uh, that that middle ground point uh, instead of, of just a, a kind of multi-group effort, but trying to tie people together uh, as, as part of middle America. That is good to know. That's good information to find out. What book recommendations do you have? So the, the main book recommendation I would have is Unapologetically Moderate by Bill King. Uh, I suspect, uh, although I've not been told this, that uh, Bill will be a, um, a candidate for governor uh, in Texas. Uh, I, I'm uh, not 100% certain that he's going to opt to do that. Uh, I would love if he did. But uh, knowing his, his philosophy, his, his politics would be great before uh, we cast a vote. Uh, especially for those who want third parties but are not willing to vote for the libertarians. Um, uh, Bill is going to be a fantastic uh, um, uh, choice uh, that's unapologetically moderate. Uh, but then uh, another one, and this comes from my philosophy background, uh, is uh, Two Conceptions of Liberty by Isaiah Berlin. Uh, it was published back in the 50s or 60s. I forget exactly when, but it has a, a fantastic discussion on what we mean by the word free or what we mean by liberty and how the, the two uh, traditional poles here in the United States conceive of those as uh, a freedom to do and freedom from and that kind of balance that we often fight for and figuring out as our culture changes what is continually culturally relevant to be free. Uh, both of these, I think, are fantastic for personal development for understanding the, the opposition, which I think is part of maturing as a, uh, a society and becoming, a, a, becoming more political uh, as a society and better at politics as a society. We need to understand where each other is coming from, and that is a fantastic resource to do so. Excellent. I plan to put those two books in the show notes so people can reference those. Wonderful. Thank you. What calls to action do you have for people out there listening? So the big one is to call your state house representative here in Texas. So Texas in 1985 put a law in the books that requires a majority, that word ends up being very legally important here, a majority in order to elect somebody into office. By majority, they mean not proportional, which means their ranked choice voting and approval voting both are illegal. Uh, I know Austin's got it on the ballot to uh, approve ranked choice voting, and I find that to be awesome, and I want them to go, th go through this and challenge that law, uh, but I fully suspect the Texas Supreme Court to shoot it down. Uh, I fully suspect that it gets overturned because there is a law on the book that says you have to win by majority vote. Um, this is confirmed uh, by Greg Abbott, who uh, was Secretary of State at the time, 
and wrote a specific piece on the word majority. Uh, and there's no way that this is going to get through without a lot of fight. Uh, and that's what we need to bring to the table. Uh, we need to to call our state reps and have them change this law. Otherwise, it's it's going to be an unnecessarily uphill battle. And uh, once that law is changed, ranked choice voting will make third parties and ballot access drastically easier here in Texas. What's the name of that law? So if when we contact our representatives, we can give them specific something to refer to? Uh, we're going to have to put this in the notes, too. I know it's Section 7 of the Texans, uh, Texas Election Code, but I forget all of the points. It's okay. Texas, it's a, a 7.3 or something to that extent, but I will find it for you, and we'll put it in these notes. Excellent. Excellent. We can do that. And if you don't live in Texas, don't don't lie to the, the guys that are here in Texas, but still, please call our reps. We need the extra the extra push. Exactly. That sounds like a plan. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our audience today? Um, I've thought about this uh, quite a bit, and uh, um, I really would only want to tell the, the audience that as uh, third parties um, emerge, um, that they're going to change, and that uh, if we really want to fight the duopoly, uh, we're going to have to do this together even through our, uh, our differing ideologies. So even though I am still self-subscribed uh, a conservative uh, and would lean right of center, uh, I need to work with people that are left of center. Otherwise, I'm not getting anything accomplished, and I might as well just be one of the people voting for Trump, uh, which is exactly what I don't want to do. Uh, likewise, I really would, would exhort the people on the left to work with people on the right. Um, we're not going to agree, and that is okay. Our goal is to uh, create that kind of diversity in politics with our ideologies that presently don't exist. And it's why we're not represented. Sounds like a plan. We like that information. Indeed. Indeed. We thank you for coming on the podcast today, Evan. We wish you and the Sam party all the best in your endeavors. We hope to see you flourishing today. Thanks and so much. In the future. Have a blessed day. Likewise. Bye. Bye now.